Welcome to the Why So Serious Podcast. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I want to take my... Okay. All right, that's enough all of right. that. Episode right. 8 is Ocho. ESPN 8. The Ocho. The Shout Ocho. out the Ocho. Um, D. Smith, if you catch me looking really happy right now... It's because I am. Uh, I lost my wallet. Genuine joys on your face. Yeah, I lost my wallet, and I do that a lot. Um, I lose, my, I lose my things all the time. Anyways, I ordered, I ordered a salad from Tzatziki's a couple days ago, and it was for pickup. And I just grabbed it, and I didn't think that it was a chance that I left my wallet there. I called them two days later, just now, stab in the dark, and they had it. That is huge. <laughs> UAB Tzatziki's shout out. Lot not of, sponsored. Not sponsored. We're working on it. A lot of volume at lunchtime. But yeah. They can crank out a lot of orders. Anyways, that's why I'm looking so happy. We've got a good episode today. Got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I'm really excited. Neesmith, take it away, man. I may not be showing it. Uh, I am a little sad. And, oh, why are you sad, man? Uh, moving out of my place. So my place of three years. I lived, I've lived over in Crestline, you know, just off the edge of Mountain Brook. Got the taste, the taste of wealth, but yeah. got the taxes of the poor. Um <laughs> So I'm moving out of my house. It's a solid place. I've loved it. Um, so I've been having to move my furniture around. And my roommate currently is helping me take some things downstairs. So I appreciate that, Thomas. You don't listen to this, but. <laughs> Shout out to you, Thomas. Uh, so we've been moving furniture around. And some heavier items have been taken downstairs. You know, a sofa, as one does when they're when they're moving out. Yeah. Just to kind of get prepared. A love chair. Because my brother's moving in, so he needs the house to be cleared right. out. But moving some furniture around and I'm kind of feeling a little a little tweak a little like woo, little aches and pains if i was any older i don't know if i'd want to do this it's, it seems a little risky so that got me like in the mindset of how old is too old to move things yourself around your house or to another house so like at what what age do you basically say all right i'm i'm getting somebody like two men in a truck you know i have the and, I got the money. Even if you don't have the money, yeah. it might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. It's a real thing. So you're basically saying, what are you proposing here for a segment? So the risk versus the reward of moving your own stuff. I want you to give me the age you think you would be too old to move something around. And I'll give mine. And then we're going to kind of creep into in a segment we'd like to call the top three things we're sure. too old to do right so, now. So, okay. So this actually fits in well with me because my little sister is, is moving out. Uh, and she's actually – we're getting an apartment next year together. Um, and I had to move some stuff around for her as well. I actually rented a U-Haul. We rented a U-Haul and I moved a mattress and all these things and, and whatever and moved it to my apartment or to a storage unit. Anyways. It was a lot of work. I mean, I, it wasn't easy, okay? And it was just a mattress and a frame and a couple other things. Especially Imagine, if there are stairs. Yeah. And, oh, there were, there were, well, we used the elevator, but we still had to carry things. Some apartments don't have elevators yet, but I so got you. So here's the thing. I, I mean, it was a lot. Now, imagine moving a whole house. I'm 25. I think that by the age of 32. Okay. At that point, I'll probably have made some money. I will be making better money. Um... And I can just say, hey, please move this for me. Don't, I don't uh -huh. want to do it. So 32 is my answer. 32 is your answer. Okay, so I, I kind of bounced around on this. My first thought was 39 because, you know, 40, it just seems like an age where you like, if you hurt your back at 40, people are like, why were you doing that? Yeah. And you don't really have any justification for why you're moving things around other than you're cheap. Okay. Uh, so I'd say that mine probably lands, I'm going to go with, bump it down five years, I'm going to say 34. 34. That's a good age. Yeah, and obviously this is a, couple 
plus or minus years. So I'm in the early to mid thirties. Yeah. That that's probably the time for me. But this brings up a good idea. Let's talk about. Let's do our cl- our classic top three segment. But what Love I, I want to do is let's do top three things that you are just too old for. Okay. We're, As, right now, we're not... 25 years old. <laughs> things that we're just too old for. Okay. I'm going to let you lead it off. Okay, so we're going to start with number three this week. Good. Coming in I at like number that. three for me, this may upset you and a lot of the listeners, I imagine. Okay. Because I think that I was born too old for this. Oh, okay. I was born too old to go to music festival, Jamal. Wow. Yeah, so at 25, I've decided I can't do anymore. Okay. So I've been to I've been to Birmingham's local Sloss Fest. I've been to Atlanta's Music Midtown. I've been to Austin's Fun, Fun, Fun Fest. That's three funs. That's three funs. That's not just a little bit of fun. And I've decided that I really think that my musical pleasure maxes out around three concerts in one day. Yeah. And also, okay, you know you know that I kind of, I love these these concerts, and I, I've been to the Hangout a few times, and I'm not that far away off from, okay. from you on this one. Okay. Because music festivals are dominated by, you know, 18 to 22-year-old people mm-hmm. that do things that 18 to 22-year-olds yeah, do. Yeah, I, I can't handle the dehydration anymore. Yeah, and I'm not going to explain what that is. You know what it is. You know, you know. It's sweaty. You get dehydrated. It's muddy. People are gross. You know, it's just it's just not my cup of tea either. But I will go to a music festival if the music is good enough. Uh-huh. So I'm still not too old. I'm not too yeah. old enough for it, but I'm That's close. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think that if it's if I set parameters, yeah. I might could go, but the full thing, waking up at 7 a.m., getting there, 8 a.m. to 10 or 12 p.m. or yeah. 12 a.m., whatever, I'm out on that. It used to be about the experience, but now it has to be about the music. Exactly. Yeah. I, I will, uh, no. I agree. My number three, not too dissimilar from this, is water parks. Okay, I'm so, interested to hear about this. So, <laughs> water parks as a kid growing up are just so much fun. I mean, you're jumping, you're going down slides, you are you don't care, you're peeing wherever you want to go, you're picking your nose, flicking boogers, it doesn't matter. You don't notice the loose band-aids. You don't notice the band-aids and the hair floating around, and there's that one little kid that pooped in the kiddie pool. Know that guy. Yeah, you don't, you don't notice any of that, and you don't even care. But as a 25-year-old man... Oh, well, man. A, a 25-year-old young man, yeah. boy, I'm still a boy, is, it's just, it's just not my cup of tea. Okay. I look at a water park, and all I see is a Petri dish. I just see bacteria and nastiness, and no matter how fun the biggest slide is, it just doesn't outweigh the fact that I feel like I'm walking in just filth the entire time. So, number three, water parks. I feel that. My follow-up question to you is, is it bimodal? You know, where you love it as a kid, you decline as like a 25 to 33-year-old, and then you have a kid, and it's getting older, and it wants to go to the water park. Yeah, you know, water park. No, Do you go with them? So, that's not the question, Neesmith. I will go with them, but I won't like it. I okay. have to go. Okay, you have to go. So if, That clarifies. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. so, I mean, I'll have kids will be like, Dad, let's go to the water park and jump off the, you know, the top platform and break our neck like i'll be like all right let's go but i don't want to but okay i'll just sit on the side and eat pizza like yeah, i'm the dad with the popcorn there. exactly okay, I all right that. yeah so Neesmith, number two what do you got number two wrestling interesting interesting so this is you think as a kid backyard wrestling you know one-on-one no not even thinking about any chance of injury you're just trying to dominate the other person right so i think that i've reached the stage in my life where I don't want to wrestle for fun anymore. <laughs> you know? I, I don't want to find myself with another human being, male or female. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Wrestling under any circumstances. That's such an old man take. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so, 
when I thought about it, I thought, what do I have to gain from wrestling with someone? Pride? Pride, sure. Or a broken collarbone. Yeah. You know, uh, the litany of injuries that you can incur during a wrestling match are really, un, you know, unparalleled. I'm still, I, I, you know, that's funny to me. I, uh, I, definitely, I definitely don't go out trying to wrestle people, uh, but I can see how that is something that, I mean, there's just no benefit. As far as risk-benefit analysis, there's no benefit. Yeah, because there's always one person at a large enough get-together that will have a few too many adult beverages and find himself challenging people to wrestling matches, no matter his age or yeah. the person. And I'm just saying that I'm going to avoid that situation altogether. I'm not looking to put myself, you know, with another human yeah. on the ground. That's out. So number two for Neesmith is wrestling. That's pretty solid. Number two for me, snow. Ooh. <laughs> snow. <laughs> okay. Just snow. <laughs> Growing up, I lived in Chicago for like 10 years. Snow is you know he's from Chicago. Chicago. So, you know, it was everywhere. And every every little kid's like, this is so awesome. Like, let's go outside and throw snowballs and snow cream and snow angels, everything. And it's fun and it's great. As a kid, Neesmith, as an adult now, we also have the added complexity of living in Alabama where people don't see snow here. So there are still a lot of adults here that actually enjoy snow. People yeah. our age and they, older. They haven't been you know, exposed to it so much that they're like, I hate this. Sure. But now, at my age, snow, you want to talk about wrestling having a terrible risk-benefit analysis? Snow has a terrible risk-benefit analysis. Here's what it does. It makes driving impossible. Therefore, it makes going to work impossible. It make, It's cold, okay? So you got to bundle up. If you get outside in the snow and you decide to, I don't know, make a snowball... It's either A, going to freeze your hands, or B, it's going to soak your gloves, and you're going to be cold and nasty, and you're going to be shivering, and it's not fun. It makes, when snow gets on your windshield, <laughs> and you have to scrape it, people may not know that feeling. It's not fun. I, I could go for hours. It makes playing sports difficult. If you're in a football game, it, that's impossible. It cancels events. It just, it's the worst thing ever. Okay, so this is a pretty cold take. Ding! Ding! But... For real, I don't like snow snow either. I have to agree with you on this. I'm not completely out on it. I'm not too old for it because snow gives me skiing, and skiing is fun. Sure. So I understand you're isolating snow to more of your everyday life. Yes, absolutely. Which it is absolute garbage for. Yes. I hate it. Yes. It, it, because in the South, we don't get enough snow tires. We don't put them on. makes driving impossible. Agreed. Yeah. Snow is number two. I respect that. Okay, Neesmith. We got it. Number one. What do you got? The long-awaited number one for me. Drum roll, please. One ply toilet paper. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Please. I'm please. far too old for this. Go on. So, you know, as a, as a cheap college student, you, you may risk it with the one ply. Mm -hmm. You may say, this is enough coverage. I don't need to pay extra for two ply. Mm -hmm. I'm to the point where I say nay. Wow. I say two ply is what I need to thrive. Wow. Not an exact rhyme, but, you know. It works. It works. Could be a little catchphrase. But for me, I, I don't ever want to find myself in a situation where I reach for some toilet paper and it, it is just thin. It's like wiping with sandpaper. Charmin Ultra. Char less is, is more when they say less is more. Less is more than the regular Charmin Ultra. Less <laughs> is more. <laughs> Go that on. One, okay, that was interesting. But, uh, yes, one-ply toilet paper I think you get too old for that when you're maybe 10, but I didn't realize it at the time. <laughs> um, 
But now that I'm 25, I'm here to announce to the world, one ply toilet paper is no longer a part of my life. Love that. Too uh, old for it. I have my own opinions on that that I will withhold. Uh, but I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Smith, my number one, and I'm just going to dive right in. The number one thing that I'm way too old for is cars with loud exhaust. You, wow. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing. There was a brief period in, in uh, you know, in high school where, you know, it may have been cool to put exhaust on your, your truck and everybody's like, oh, that's really cool and whatever. That, you know, that may have been you. That may not have been you. That's okay. But now when I hear a Mustang drive by and it just, it literally is just screaming at me, it's, it is the most, A, annoying thing of all time. That noise pollution. Golly, it is not good. But then, but then two is, is more of, it's, it's a deeper cut for me, the reason why I'm too old for it. It's because the people that put the exhaust on there think that they're cool. Oh, yeah. They're like, man, this is like, they don't do it for any other reason. People notice my car. This yeah. souped up 2001 Mustang. Bro. Yeah, sick. <laughs> I got spoilers on this, bad boy. You hear me? Like, it's not, it's just not cool. It's never been cool. I, uh, I just, I live, my apartment's on the road. It's like, it's on the second floor of my apartment building, and the street is right outside. And, I mean, daily, there are people just driving by, blasting mm-hmm. their exhaust. And it's, I'm just becoming like a little senile old man towards that. I don't think it's cool. It never will be cool. If you have that on your car, I'm sorry if I offended you, but not really. I'm going to start a GoFundMe to get it taken off. Yes, I will. we'll <laughs> do that. Put mufflers on them or whatever that is. I don't know. Anyways, so... That's my number one. Neesmith, wrapping it all up, my number three was water parks. My number two was snow, which could have been number one, honestly. <laughs> honestly, but, the way you went in on that, yeah. that and, could have been number yeah. one. And then number one was cars with loud exhaust. Your number three uh, was music festivals. Number three was music festivals for me. Number two was wrestling. And number one was one-ply toilet paper. Excellent. I'd like to, to throw a little, uh, little curveball here. Okay. Shout out to... Uh, Clayton Kershaw, curveball. 12-6, baby. 12-6. What is the number one thing that you will never, ever, ever be too old for? Okay, uh, preface this by saying, Mom, earmuffs. Earmuffs, Uh-oh. put them on. I will never not laugh at a fart. I think that <laughs> I think that they are hilarious. <laughs> That's so I, true. I think that any sound that a, that a just a big bellow out of someone's, you know, behind. <laughs> yeah. Really gets me going because it can the the variance of noise is what really gets me because you can be like you can be like, you can be like or it can be like <laughs> or it can be like yeah. you know just the standard like little toot I'm not gonna go any any farther yeah. or further into this because my mom would kill me yeah. uh, shout out Jane Ann shout um, out I would like to add something to that okay that, that that is the thing I'll never be too old for yeah something similar it's not my number one but something similar that I've actually said before I will laugh at until I die is when someone squeezes a ketchup bottle and it makes a farting noise, <laughs> which is sort True. of similar. You look over and you go, that's like, pretty fun. That's pretty fun. I'm going to have to laugh at that. So, Nisma, that's a good one. My number one is sugary childhood cereals. Okay, love that. Go on. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, Tricks, Corn Pops, Corn Pops, whatever it is, you name it, I will never be too old for it. Now, it's just nostalgia for me, okay? I might at some point be too old to eat Skittles. I might be too old to, eat, chew it. <laughs> to, yeah, to eat Starburst or, you know, like really sugary candy. But something about a Saturday morning 
with a bowl of cereal. Fat bowl. A fat bowl. Big Like bowl. a bowl that you have no business putting cereal in. It's it's basically a bowl you should be mis- mixing salad in for a group of Yeah, know, serving people. mashed potatoes to your yeah. family in. Like one of those. <laughs> like that's my cereal bowl. You're eating it with a ladle bowl. And I'm eating it with a ladle. Like <laughs> that's I will never be too old for that. And if you are if you're someone who said, you know, you're at the store and you think that you have to get raisin bran instead of Cinnamon Toast Crunch because you're 30 and you need the fiber, you're wrong, okay? There are things that are more important in life. And childhood cereal is nostalgic to me, and I'll never, ever, ever be too old for it. Okay, I appreciate that. That is a that is a good take. Yeah. Love the never too old for childhood cereals. I think we need to shift into our segment that you kind of you know brought up a little bit and yeah. wanted to talk about, kind of something that sparked your interest. Yeah. So uh, you, I'll let you take the floor on this one. So... Uh, I was in the the rec center, the UAB rec center earlier this week, and it's summer, and so it's it's just kind of a weirder time, right? So there's there, there you know certain parts of the day there are more people in there than normal, right? And then certain parts of the day it's actually kind of empty. So I got to thinking once the the uh, the the gym was really full, I just I looked around and I saw people doing some questionable things. Okay. And I'm not the kind of guy that goes and works out every day in the gym. I prefer to play pickup basketball, but I'll be in the gym and do some cardio and stuff like that. So it got me thinking, Neesmith, let's talk about just a couple major, major don'ts at the gym. So you can call this gym etiquette 101 if you want. Okay. A couple things that you just believe very strongly should never, ever happen at a gym. Okay. What do you got? Uh, I think my first one is for all the people... Uh, mainly, mainly guys, but girls can fall into this category as well of people that sweat a lot. Ooh. So it's fine if you sweat a lot. I sweat a lot if I exert myself, and that is completely fine. I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Big sweaty boy. There are guys that go to the gym, and when they think about going to the gym, they start to sweat. We know a couple people off the top of my head. You know what? <laughs> we know some people like that, and that's okay. But my issue comes with the people that don't know that they sweat that much. They, they think that, I don't know, I don't know, maybe they just don't think about it, but they use equipment in the gym and Gets they, slippery. they leave it looking like, you know, just someone had licked the mat for hours. <laughs> I don't even know how else to put it. I mean, like Can poured you, water everywhere. You there's somebody just sitting down <laughs> licking a mat. I kind of just pictured and thought about it. That's pretty funny. But they, they get down to do their abs or whatever, or get down to do like bench press and they leave just imprints of their entire body. It's nasty. With, of sweat. Clean it off. Clean it off. I'm not a. I'm not like a germaphobe or anything like that. It's just etiquette. They give towels. Yeah. And spray at every single machine. Every single machine has it. Please. Most people do this, but just if you if you're one of those people and you're really big and sweaty and you don't do it, yeah, just do it. Do it. It's okay. It, it doesn't take long, and everyone will like you more for it and appreciate it. So that's kind of my my, yeah. my first tip of uh, you know, just avoid sweating and not cleaning it up. I've got one, Neesmith. It's a strong one. No grunting. Okay, yes. <laughs> that is like, yeah. Do not grunt. I don't <laughs> even care if you are six foot two, 285 of chiseled mass training for a battle in the Coliseum. 
no grunting. I don't care how much weight is on the bar. I don't care how many reps you've done. If you have to grunt to get that weight up, put the weight down and walk away. Put the weight down, sir. Old men, no grunting. It's weird. Young men, no grunting. It's weird. Women, no grunting. It's weird. Weird across the board. All across the board. That's the number one rule. No grunting. Don't don't be grunting in Jamal's gym, okay? Yeah, no. He doesn't want that. Give me another one. My other one, it comes from me working out and minding my own business. Business. I got my headphones in. Blasting J. Cole. Blasting J. Cole at all. Yeah. And I'm just doing whatever I'm doing on a given day. It doesn't matter. Probably shoulders. Probably back and boulders. Wow. Anyway, my thing is when someone comes up to me and asks for a spot. <laughs> oh, no. I love this. So I don't mind giving a spot to someone. My big issue comes into a random person that I've never met, never met, asked me for a spot, and then it the workout that I'm having turns into having to, you know, follow their workout. They, they, the expectation is put on me that I'm going to be there every time they want to do a set of binge. And for those who don't know, a spot is just when you are watching somebody, or watching over somebody when they're lifting weights. Most of the time it's too heavy. You're just watching them to make sure it doesn't land on their throat and kill them. Yeah, so I'm very pro-spot. Very pro-spot. But when it becomes where you think that I sh- I- I'm like... It's your obligation. It's my obligation to be behind the bar and help you bring it up every time you want to do a set. That is wrong. No, I'm, Chad. Take the weight off. <laughs> I, I'm not at the gym with you. Yeah. I'm at the gym by myself doing my own thing. So yeah. if I go upstairs... Don't, don't come be, get me. Don't be looking around for me. I'm sprinting upstairs. <laughs> hey, man, can you come down here and spot me? I'm gone. Yeah. That's my thing. That's a good one. Spots are fine. Don't be the guy that's like, why aren't you over here spotting me? It's like, because I don't want to. Yes. Nisman, I got one more. <clears throat> we go to a – we're the gym that we go to, the rec center, is in the downtown Birmingham. It's in the middle of UAB's campus. There's a lot of hospitals around, a lot of medical things around. Number – Two, it's a big no-no for me. <laughs> don't wear scrubs at the gym. You might be thinking to yourself, there's nobody that does that. That's ridiculous. Why would you wear scrubs at the gym? <laughs> You're wrong. People actually do that. It is not It is not what scrubs are meant for. They were no. meant for being in the hospital. I don't really know how they started, but I, I'm all for them Very in the right setting. At the gym, though, it comes off as sort of, Hey, look at me. I'm in the medical field. Like I got no time to find clothes. I have no time to take these scrubs off and put on gym shorts. You think I don't have to be back in the OR in 20 minutes? <laughs> you always have time to put shorts on. It takes 25 seconds. Like, Just do it. I, there, here's the thing. There is no excuse. That's my bottom line. Like, If you came up to me and I, and I saw that you were wearing scrubs and I asked you, Hey, why are you wearing scrubs? You could not justify it to me. Like, and I think I think that along the same lines of the scrubs is uh, I've seen people wear, you know, regular everyday clothes. A dude was wearing slacks, <laughs> dress shoes. <laughs> no way. Dress shoes and a button down. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Just take it off yeah. and put on a shirt. And there was another dude that was wearing pajama pants, the bla- the red and black checkered. Yeah. Those are classic. Yeah, I He's love that. He's wearing them on the, on the elliptical and I'm... That has to be so sweaty. Bottom line, it, it's not rocket science. We, we speak mainly for, for guys here because I, I don't know what girls wear. And I, it's not, not, my, it's that, not yeah. my position to tell girls what to wear because I don't know what they wear. So Also, shout out the guy that wears garden gloves. <laughs> Love that move. <laughs> Wait, what? 
That's a conversation for a different day. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's it, Neesmith. I had an honorable mention I wanted to say. We don't have to go into it, but the honorable mention was, don't tell me how to how to do a specific exercise. Oh, man, that was mine, too. Is that yours? Yeah. So mine's don't offer unsolicited advice. Oh, yeah. I, I literally don't know you. Yeah. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Because here's the thing. I'm not training for a pentathlon no. where I get graded on things, or I'm not going to the Olympics. I'm just doing this for health. Bro. Bro. <laughs> You you, you got to get lower. Bro, you've got great lats, but if you just pull down a little bit farther and hold it... Gonna squeeze! You'll get the inferior edge of your lat, and it'll be way better. Okay, that's quite enough. Yeah. No more of that. No more of that. No more of that. All right, so that that's a good segment, Neesmith. If you're listening to this and, and you go to the gym regularly, we have a lot of friends that are regulars at the gym. We would love to hear some of your takes. Send us in uh, whatever you've got, whether it's via text carrier pigeon etc etc um you know how to contact us we'd love to hear what you guys think Smith. game of thrones finished this week it's leaving our lives forever wiener 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 i don't even know that's that's how it goes but (laughs) (laughs) that'd go like that either so game of thrones finished up final episode of the final season goodbye bran or should we say hello hello bran Here's the thing. Couple couple quick thoughts. I don't have any we don't have anything dramatic to talk about. Nothing crazy. But nothing. what about the symbolism? Yeah. The dragon burnt up the iron throne. Here's the thing. <laughs> Everybody's has their own takes. Most people believe that it was a stupid ending. Most people believe that Bran shouldn't have been the king or whatever. And while I do agree, you can't win every battle. And I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Shout out Bill Simmons. I don't want to take this content, but it, it made a lot of sense. Basically, if you think about it, there has not been a really, really, really great show, like a historic television show, that's had an ending that everyone agrees on. The only one that comes to mind really is Breaking Bad. They yeah. had a great ending. So in that sense, I agree with that. it's hard to tie all these loose ends. Game of Thrones, more than any show, has a ton of loose ends. Like I think that as you entertain fans over the course of multiple seasons, you create too many plots and subplots mm-hmm. to be able to bring all together in a timely manner. You can't expect the show to go on for 12 seasons yeah. and them continue to be able to bring things around that you actually like. Because by that point, you'd be like, we're fatigued. Why haven't you ended this? Yeah. So I say that... They did the best they could with the hand they were dealt, and we should just appreciate the seasons that we got. It was a great, great series. I'm curious, what was your take on uh, Jon Snow killing Daenerys? I kind of, I kind of felt it, man. I felt it when he walked in; he was staring behind her. I'm surprised, like there was no one behind him, like Grey Worm, like watching over him or something like that. Like it was just him with the queen. Like you know that was gonna, that's how that was gonna end. You're my queen forever, forever. Ching! Don't. For a second there too, you didn't know who got killed. Yeah, I was. You just uh, saw the faces. You heard the knife, and you're like, "Oh no, who is this?" And it was thankfully it was her because she, I mean, was terrorizing the world. She gone mad. The The mad queen. And honestly, this gets often forgotten. Shout out, shout out to her, like the actor, because the actress, because she did a phenomenal job. Like if you looked at her in that last episode, she looked like a different character. She did well. Her eyes were like, yeah, Amelia Clark. That's I was blanking on the name. Um, her eyes, she had that crazy look in her eyes, but she was like, still, I don't know, still herself yeah. as the Dragon Queen. So I thought she did a great job. I got a question for you. Yeah. So now the Game of Thrones has ended. We're done talking about the last episode. Don't really have many deep thoughts on the sure. council. They 
It's pretty funny. I how, don't care, yeah. It's pretty funny how they made fun of the Stark uncle. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Samwell trying to be nice and come in and say that democracy should exist and got shot down. <laughs> Sansa was basically like, uncle, sit down, pipe down. Yeah. We don't need you here. Yeah. But my question for you is, over the course of the Game, and Th- Game of Thrones entire series, all eight seasons, all episodes, who was on camera the longest? So you know this for you know this answer. For I know a fact. this answer for a fact. Can I ask one question about you? Can that? is it someone that I would expect? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So um, I'll probably go with one of four characters. Well, you have to say one. I'm I'm just speaking out loud. Okay. Jon Snow, Daenerys, Tyrion, and someone else. I'm gonna go with Tyrion. Tyrion is the winner. Yeah! Let's go! coming in at 679 minutes on screen. Because he had a lot of long, like, monologues. And Jon Snow was at 651. But number four, you couldn't come up with that, but you had Daenerys at three. Respect. Was Cersei Lannister. Cersei, All that staring down from the keep. Shame. Dude, dude, my favorite favorite fun fact from from season eight was that she made a milli. One million dollars per episode. You're kidding. To stand in the red keep and look mean. Okay, that's it for Game of Thrones. That's We're it for gonna, this episode, too. In this episode. We're going to miss Game of Thrones. Yeah. But that's it for this episode. We appreciate you guys for listening. Follow us at on Instagram on Why So Serious Pod 1. We post stupid pictures and random polls, and we would love for you all to follow us if you don't already. We wanted to give a shout-out to the listeners in UAE, United Arab Emirates, as, as well, well as Brazil. Brazil. Yes. We've got listeners. We're global at this point. International pod. Yeah. If you're listening to us and you're in Brazil, like, hit us up on Instagram or something. Like, unless you're, like, a, like a tech farmer and it's, like, a, a bot <laughs> account or something, then don't hit us up. Or actually do hit us but up. Keep, we don't care. But keep listening. Keep listening. Uh, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, the Apple iTunes Podcast Network, as well as Spotify. That's our preferred platform. What an episode. What a time. What a time to be alive. Memorial Day on Monday. Everybody stay safe. It should be a fun time. Um, we we had a great time in this episode. We look forward to the next episode. But until then, don't, don't be, be so serious. serious.